Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast with Cruz. Wow, what a race at Kansas Speedway this weekend. You know we're going to talk about that. Also, Reba Shane from the Schwain's World Podcast joins this podcast to talk about her experience at Kansas Speedway over the weekend. Some cool Darlington throwbacks have been announced. The Rocket Man makes his return in the Cup Series. Some suspensions happening after Kansas and more. Let's kick things off with the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. Time now for your Race Day Rewind. William Byron won the pole for the race and led the field to the green flag for the Advent Health 400. William actually ended up slapping the wall a few laps in and he was able to get the car under control and continue. Kyle Larson and Tyler Reddick were battling for the lead on lap 5 when Tyler moved up and accidentally got into Larson, spinning him into the infield. There was some minor damage to the number 5 car but he was able to continue. A little frustrated as you can imagine. Stage 1 was won by Denny Hamlin, who had a great race car all day. And we'll fast forward to lap 29 when Austin Sendrick's tough season continued. He hit the wall pretty hard after blowing a tire. What was crazy about that is that the rim actually broke in half while he was coming down pit road, which is pretty crazy. On lap 138, Eric Amarola spun, but did not hit anything, and he was able to continue. Lap 158 was not good for Christopher Bell. He had a massive hit on the inside backstretch wall. He spun coming off of turn two, and he was done for the day. And Kansas Speedway and Kyle Busch just can't seem to get along. Kyle's day was over pretty early on lap 163. He spun coming out of turn two, slammed the inside backstretch wall, and again, his day was over. Turn two was a big issue for a lot of drivers all day long. The Fords just continued to struggle all day, but it was a big highlight for them when Joey Logano won stage two. There was a good battle for 7th with Ty Gibbs, Martin Truex Jr., and Kevin Harvick. That was until Ty got loose, lost control, and slammed into the inside backstretch wall. I told you coming out of turn 2 was a battle for a lot of drivers all day long. Ty was done for the day. With 77 laps to go, Harrison Burton spun and somehow kept it off the wall. I'm still shocked at this. I watched the replay multiple times. He did a great job with that. The number 21 Wood Brothers Ford was able to continue. And Noah Gregson's bad luck continued with the spin right after that Harrison Burton one. Now, he didn't hit anything and he was able to continue. Noah's teammate Eric Jones spun with 50 laps to go after him and Eric Amarola touched, causing Jones to lose control of his 43 Chevrolet. Eric didn't hit anything, and he was able to continue. Well, it was a heck of a battle for the lead and the win between Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin. And with one lap to go, the final lap, there was contact on the backstretch between the two, Larson hitting the wall and Denny taking the lead and the win. That makes four wins for Denny Hamlin at Kansas Speedway, and it was actually Joe Gibbs Racing's 400th win. Everyone, though, talking about the fight on pit road between Noah Gregson and Ross Chastain. Noah was not happy with Ross because he says he didn't give him any room and actually pinched him up into the wall earlier in the race. Not sure the altercation, though, went how Noah thought it would go, but again, it's been all the talk and the highlights ever since. And if you get a chance, go watch the Kyle Larson post-race interview. His reaction while giving a summary of his day 
is pretty funny because he's trying to talk about his day and then he sees the two are fighting and he kind of stops and just starts watching it. It is a very interesting reaction. The top five from Kansas, Hamlin, Larson, Byron, Bubba Wallace with a really great run and Ross Chastain. The points after Kansas Speedway look like this. Ross Chastain sitting on top of the number one position followed by Christopher Bell, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, and Kevin Harvick. Here's what Denny Hamlin had to say after his win on Sunday. Yeah, it was uh, exciting. I mean, I wish it didn't, I wish it wasn't contact, you know, that decided it. But I mean, who knows what happens in turns three and four, right? I, w- I would have loved to have um, that opportunity, but, you know, he may have got the better end of it. But um, it's certainly high on mine, my list. Um, you know, again, if, if, if I want to get to a win number, I've got to, I've got to capitalize on every opportunity uh, that I can. And to me, Kyle is just you know, exceptional. I think my crew chief called him the, the greatest driver. Uh, tells you what he thinks about me, but you know, it's uh, we we have that kind of respect for Kyle that you know he's gonna he's gonna far exceed my win total. But I, the time that I'm here, I've got to capitalize on every opportunity. Podcast. So I've got a special guest joining the podcast this week. One of my co-hosts for another podcast that we do that we're really behind on, Schwain's World. What's up, Breva Shane? What up? So you were at the Kansas Speedway on Sunday. You've been, what, a couple times now? Just a few. I think more than a couple. Maybe four times. I don't wow. know. I know. Do you ever think you'd go to a NASCAR race? Um, No. I mean, I always wanted to go, but I don't know. It's not as fun watching it on TV as it is in person now that I've been. So I, I definitely recommend it. So we got there, what, like 11.30 noon on Sunday? Yeah. We were running a little bit late, which is fine. Everybody gave us a hard time when we got there for some reason. I I still don't understand why. But as soon as we got there, we were really surprised as far as how the crowd was. I mean, it was pretty busy there. Yeah, it was way, way busier than... I think that's probably the busiest one we've been to so far. Yeah, they had a a lot of stuff going. By the way, if you hear some noise in the background, it's it's Kane. It's our dog. Our golden doodle. So he's... (laughs) Apparently just decided to join the podcast too. But yeah, the the crowd was great. It was busy when we got there, which we came in through the media side. But I was so happy to see so many people there. And there was a lot going on. There was band playing. Kyle Larson was doing an interview on the stage in front of the fans. There's a really big tent with some like old school Richard Petty Pearson cars underneath it where you could sit and eat your lunch and kind of check it out, which I thought was really neat and different. But we got there, went to the media center, got to meet Matt and his team, which big shout out to Matt. I mean, he is absolutely incredible. Honestly, this podcast probably wouldn't even be happening without him. So he always takes care of us at Kansas. We're super thankful for that. But uh, after we went to the media center, went into the garage and got to walk around and see some of the drivers. Now, you know, I grew up in NASCAR. So for me, I'm like a kid in a candy store getting to walk around, see the cars, see the haulers, see the drivers. What's it like for you that, you know, you didn't really grow up watching the sport like I did but what's that experience for you like just going into the garage I thought it was super cool it's nice to like actually get to see the behind the scenes kind of stuff so it was really cool just to see the setups that they have like not only just in the garage but like their little mobile areas that they have set up to just sit and eat it's like crazy how some of those setups are just like way nicer than other people's setups yeah it's true I mean some of the bigger teams like you know Stuart Haas Trackhouse has a catering team there. They like cook for everybody. I don't think we get in on that. Maybe we could if we asked. I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's for us. Obviously, it's for the drivers and the teams, but it is cool to see that for sure. 
And then we got to see uh, Corey LaJoy, the first driver we got to meet. He has a podcast called Stacking Pennies, one of my top podcasts that I listen to. I love his insight and just kind of his comments on some stuff. But he was a super nice guy. Yeah, he was super nice. I, I liked meeting him. Some of the drivers, you know, they don't really have much time for you, but I felt like he was just really chill and happy to talk to some fans so that was pretty cool yeah that's what i like about Corey. he's down to earth like his dad was a racer obviously he was actually just named uh one of the top 75 drivers in nascar which is super cool but yeah Corey's a he's a down-to-earth guy and he is a people person for sure so it was great to talk with him uh who else did we get to meet i don't know his name the guy you wanted to take a picture with when we first got in there he was sitting down in the chair he's older oh mike helton yeah, yeah we got to meet mike helton which you know Growing up and watching the sport, like Mike Helton, Nick, you know exactly who he is and his mustache. So to meet him was super cool. One of the nicest guys I've met in a really long time. So it was cool to get a photo with him and uh, chat with him for just a second. I didn't want to take too much of his time because, you know, he's busy doing what he does. So that was cool. We were walking around, ended up on Pitt Road. Checked that out for a little bit. Got to see the cars, which is super cool to see them up close and personal. From there, we went back into the garage where we got to see some of the Fox Sports people in action. It was Kurt Busch. It was Clint Boyer. And Chris Myers was on that. Favorite driver. Yeah, who did they interview while we were standing there? Ryan Blaney. He's a people person, too. He's my favorite. You didn't even say hi to him. I know. Well, I got to meet him last time just by like, you know, sneaking into his area. The security decided to let me in. They saw me wearing a Ryan Blaney shirt. And the funny thing is about that, they they didn't know who Ryan Blaney was. So they were like, here's the deal. You tell me who this driver is because I feel bad that I don't know. And I'll let you come in and meet him. So I got to meet him last time, took a picture. He was super nice. He signed my koozie. I didn't want to bug him, but it was pretty cool to watch the interview. Since, you know, every weekend we get to see the Fox guys talking, but it's cool to see up close kind of the in-between when they're actually live versus Mm -hmm. when they're in-between trying to figure out what they're doing. And then we saw, who's that other lady on Fox? Blonde. Jamie Little. Yeah. So we got to see her and it was kind of cool because they were having some technical difficulties. And then right as she was getting ready to go on, one of the driver's tires flew off their car and they had to quickly back up and she took off running to go talk about it. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, it is. It's cool to see the behind the scenes works of Fox Sports and how things go. So yeah, that was really cool to kind of stand there and observe it. Obviously, you don't want to talk to them or bother them because they're working, you know, and that is such a fast paced deal in and out of the pits. While we were standing there with the Fox Sports team, one of my favorite drivers of all time was standing there. His name, Bill Elliott. And then he started walking, and by the time Randy caught his eye and said, oh my God, that's Bill Elliott, he like seemingly disappeared. That guy walked so quick. It was weird. Yeah, so we just kind of, we're standing there, and I turn around, and he walked right in front of me, and I'm like, that's Bill Elliott. I know, he had glasses on, but I'm like, that's Bill Elliott. And then I was like, hey, let's go say hi to him. But literally, by the time he walked in front of us, he was gone, and he wasn't like, speed walking apparently he's just a fast human being when he walks but yeah i was a little bummed because that's like i've i've said this time and time again it's like i would love to meet bill elliott he's one of my favorite drivers of all time i've met his son chase super nice guy yeah i've just never met bill so i don't guess i'll get to or i'll have to turn into the flash or something and keep up with him but yeah that was kind of a bummer i mean how many bill elliott cars do you have you think too many my mom worked at mcdonald's for like 15, 16 years. So she brought home plates, cars, shirts, hats. I've got it all. 
<laughs> well, I'd, not anymore. Some of the stuff I do, like the plates that you won't let me display, but... Mm, doesn't really go with our decor. That's because our decor is bad, but that's a whole other podcast <laughs> called Schwain's World. Um, so, yeah, we got to see Bill Elliott fast-paced walk by us, uh, and then we kind of walked around a little bit more. And, and, again, the Kansas Speedway did a phenomenal job with their setup, celebrating NASCAR's 75th anniversary. Um, they had food everywhere. It was a great time. My biggest issue was the heat. It was so much hotter than it's been at Kansas in a number of years. But it was, what, like 90, 95 degrees? Yeah. I'll take the heat, though, over some rain we've had in the past. I thought it was pretty all right compared to some other times we've been. But it was super hot. The Media center, though, kept us hydrated, so that was good. Was it last year we left the media center and they wouldn't let us back in? <laughs> yeah, we, I guess, somehow forgot to get our media center credentials. And it was pretty hot last year, too, even though it rained. And we were just trying to go back and cool off in between doing what we were doing. And, man, it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. But, I mean, again, yeah, I would probably take that over a cold day. Oh, for sure. Because then nobody wants to be outside. And I think that kind of helped with the overall attendance, too, because, you know, rain was in the forecast and we were expecting some rain that day. It never happened, thankfully. Great crowd at Kansas Speedway, but got to watch the pre-race activities, which is one of my favorite things to do. And we didn't even really go up into the stands. We were in the pit road the entire race, just kind of walking back and forth, hanging out in like William Byron's pit Ended up in Chase Elliott's pit, ended up in Ty Gibbs' pit for a little bit. So it was cool just to walk up and down pit road, observe some of the pit stops, what the crews do between the pit stops, you know, checking the tires, things like that. So I had a great time at Kansas Speedway. I love going there. Kansas City's awesome in general, but um, yeah, I had, a, I had a good time. I really liked the the end to the race. We got to see some some angry NASCAR people. Yeah, that was interesting. So... <laughs> We're standing there. We are in, uh, we're right next to Martin Trex's pit. So, and this is all going down while Ross Chastain and Noah Gregson are like fighting each other. But the guy that actually stopped Noah from swinging to hit Ross was standing right next to us before we went out onto pit road. So yeah, that was interesting. And then what some people don't know is a few of the pit crew members actually got into a fight with Trackhouse and uh, Legacy Motorsports. Yeah, it was right in front of us. All of a sudden, we're like trying to look and see where the other guys went because the cops were taking him off the original fist fight. And then I turned around and one of the pit crew guys, you know, yelled something to one of the other pit crew guys as he walked by. And then they just got in each other's faces. I was waiting for a punch, but they ended up walking away. Yeah, one of the guys was like 6'5". Yeah, we're like, we're going to watch this and see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, and then we ended up in Victory Lane with uh, Denny Hamlin and the rest of the media people, which is cool. Never done that before. Joe Gibbs was in there. Yeah. Tried to have a conversation with him, which, I mean, we had a conversation, but it wasn't. Short you know. and sweet. Yeah, Joe was on the phone calling like Toyota, FedEx. He didn't want to talk to a podcaster <laughs> guy. He's like, I don't know, why are you even in here? But yeah, that was uh, Joe Gibbs' 400th win, so it was a big deal for him. It was cool just to kind of be around everybody, observe everything. But yeah, at the end of the day, it was a good time at Kansas Speedway. So what would be your uh, recap of it? Going back? Hmm, yeah. So I would definitely say out of the three or four times that I've been to Kansas, they did the best job that they've done so far this race. I think there was a lot more to do. Mm -hmm. um, they had a, a food truck and some different drink stands set up, and they had some interviews going on, the concert going on. So I just felt like overall there was just a lot more to do this time than there has been in the past. Usually down in that pit road area, there's really just been the, the pit road and the garage. But this time they had a lot more to look at, a lot more to do. 
So for sure, I, I hope that continues to be the trend for Kansas to add more stuff and definitely go back. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, too, we didn't get to go, like, to the front of Kansas Speedway where, like, the haulers are with the fan stuff, like the merch and all the food trucks on that. We were just on the back side of the pit road, kind of in the infield, so... We didn't have technically seats, but yeah, Matt and the crew, phenomenal job. Love that guy. Love going to Kansas Speedway and uh, looking forward to the fall race. So I don't know if we're going to check out any more races this year. Our schedule's a little busy, but who knows what could happen. So we'll see. Well, thanks for joining the uh, NASCAR podcast. You're usually on the other podcast with me, but the world's collided today. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> okay, bye. NASCAR News now. And since it's officially Darlington weekend, a lot of teams are releasing their Darlington throwback paint schemes. I love this. So Chase Elliott throwing it back to his dad, Bill Elliott. He will have a similar number nine Evernham paint scheme. I love seeing that font. So that number nine back on a car. I mean, I rooted for Bill Elliott like there was no tomorrow. I mean, he's still the main reason that I buy and drive Dodges. I'm just saying. Dell Jarrett will be represented with a couple of UPS throwbacks this weekend, including the number one of Ross Chastain, Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s number 47, and this one is really cool. So Carson Hosevar will race the big brown truck. You remember that whole commercial and thing that UPS did with Dale Jarrett back in the early 2000s? They're actually going to have a UPS truck with the flames and everything in the Craftsman truck race. So look for that number 42 Chevrolet. Ty Gibbs will run a very special Shriners Hospital scheme, similar to what Bobby Labonte ran in 1996. And Ryan Newman making his cup return will actually be throwing it back to himself. He's going to race a similar paint scheme that he had with his number 12 Mobile One Ford from 2002. Newman's going to be driving the number 51 Ford. Noah Gregson going to throw it back to his boss, driving a special Jimmy Johnson throwback of the Lowe's Power of Pride scheme. Harrison Burton will honor his dad Jeff with a special Exide Batteries paint scheme throwback. That is going to be super cool to see on the track. I love the Darlington race just for this reason. A lot of teams throwing it back to their favorite drivers, their favorite schemes, or their favorite sponsor back in the day. So it's going to be a great race at Darlington. Looking forward to that. And Brad Keselowski announcing that he has partnered with R8 Auctions and will be driving the Cars Touring Race at the historic North Wilkesboro Speedway. The Cars Tour will stop at North Wilkesboro Wednesday, May 17th, and Keselowski will be joined by Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kevin Harvick, and more. That is going to be a great race. And NASCAR announcing that they won't penalize Ross Chastain or Noah Gregson for the Kansas fight. Elton Sawyer, who is the vice president of competition for NASCAR, told Sirius XM this week that they will talk with both drivers about it, but that's about as far as it's going to go. Two crew members were actually suspended, though, after the Kansas race, both of them being on the number two Team Penske Ford. They were suspended after the wheel fell off of Austin Sendrick's car during a pit stop at Kansas Speedway. That is a safety violation in the book. 8.8.10.4A and C of the rulebook. And Legacy Motor Club announcing that STP, a long partner obviously with Richard Petty, will continue sponsoring that number 43 Chevrolet with a special scheme at the All-Star Race for May 21st at the historic North Wilkesboro Speedway. That is going to be such a wonderful weekend for the fans and NASCAR. 
And yes, I'm aware I've been hyping the big race this weekend all podcast long, but guess what? I got no regrets on that because I am looking forward to the race this Sunday at Darlington Raceway. Green flag around 312. You can watch the race on FS1. You can listen to it on MRN or SiriusXM. Qualifying will be Saturday. You can watch that on your TV or stream it on the FS1 app. My top performers for the race, Denny Hamlin. I think he's going to have a good run there. Even on his podcast, he said that he's been heating up and they feel like they're going to go for a long run this summer. And I'd believe it. Ross Jastan, I think, is going to have a good run. And Kevin Harvick, you can never count him out at Darlington. My dark horse, I'm going with Corey LaJoy. Met him at the Kansas Speedway race, made me an even bigger fan of his. And I think he's going to have a good run in that number seven Chevrolet. Happy Mother's Day to all of the moms listening to the podcast. Appreciate all that you do, especially my mom, who, again, helped me become a big Bill Elliott fan. Y'all enjoy the race at Darlington. Have a great weekend. Be safe. I'm going to take some time off, but I'll be back soon on this podcast, and I can't wait to join you then. of Thunder Podcast. Find out more NASCAR info at thepo1051.com. 